0: This is Roland Rivers III, Harlan Hill Award winner from Slippery Rock University, and you're listening and watching the Steeler Nation podcast.
1: Hello, Steeler Nation. I'm your host, G. Stryker, and welcome to your SteelerNation.com podcast, sponsored by Total Sports Enterprises. Today, we are happy to have our minicamp quarterback and Slippery Rock legend, Roland Rivers III. Roland, how are you doing, my friend?
0: What's going on? Doing well. All is well. Glad to be on. What's up, Steeler Nation?
1: Hey! Well, Steeler Nation is happy to have their Superman right here. Loving the shirt. Love it, man. Um, I, Now, where are you currently living in Steeler Nation?
0: Uh, So, I'm, I'm down in Miami, Florida. Currently, I've been here training with Pete Bomarito Performance. Um, nice. And I've uh, been down here the last few weeks, and this is where I was leading up to Pro Day with Penn State. I trained here, and so... I've been nice. back down here, uh, you know, getting ready for the season.
1: Oh, that's great. That's great. And a, a well-known organization too. So you're in good hands down there in that area. Um, you went to MLK high school in Ellenwood, Georgia. I, I know you played quarterback. What other positions did you play when you were playing football down there?
0: At MLK, I was uh, just quarterback. I went to Tri-Cities High School as well oh, okay. in Southwest Atlanta. Uh, and I played there for two years. I started – Actually started off as a tight end in high school, and oh, cool. um, I started as a sorry. No worries. I started off as a tight end in high school uh-huh. as a freshman, and uh, was the starting tight end as a freshman and sophomore, and uh, was the backup quarterback. And I transferred high schools for an opportunity to uh, to focus strictly on quarterback, and I uh, was able to do that.
1: That's great. Did you also um. I saw you competed in track and swimming in high school. What were your favorite events?
0: Uh, In track, I ran the mile. So I feel like I got pretty good endurance. And yeah, uh, I ran the mile my senior year of high school. And in track, I I mean, and on the swim team, uh, I wouldn't say I competed. I really practiced. They were a lot better swimmers than me at the time. (laughs)
1: Yeah. And
0: so I was just part of the team. It was awesome being (laughs) just being out there and getting in in shape leading to my freshman year of college
1: cool so I know you grew up in the Georgia area I know the Atlanta Falcons are close tell Steeler Nation who your favorite football team was growing up
0: yeah Pittsburgh Steelers man I learned a <laughs> lot uh just uh watching NFL Network I've been an NFL Network fan since about mm-hmm. 10 years old you know 9-10 years old just eyes glued to NFL Network and learning as much about the game as I could and you know, seeing so many stories about great Steeler legends, and yeah, I uh, kind of re- learned how to play the, the game of football through you know, watching and listening to those stories, and uh, mm. uh, a lot of respect for the Pittsburgh Steeler organization for sure.
1: That's great. Who, who were your favorite players then when you were first watching them?
0: Oh, uh, my favorite player definitely, uh, Ben Roethlisberger growing up was definitely. Sorry, keep getting a, an important call for my agent, but uh, oh, no worries, <laughs> from, from my bad man. but uh, the uh. My favorite player was Ben Roethlisberger growing up, of course, and um, from the Pittsburgh Steelers. But back in those legendary teams, me and Joe green started yeah. off on the defensive line. Yeah, as a as a ten-year-old, I started off on the B-line. So me and Joe wow. Green was a favorite as well.
1: Yeah. Nice. Well, are your your parents your dad a, a Steeler fan as well, or is
0: uh, that? Dad was more into basketball, but the Falcons were a, a team of his that he you know liked as well. So that's being from Atlanta, but. Uh, he's a fan of the Pittsburgh Steelers, too, for sure.
1: Nice. So you stay locally for college, and you go to Valdosta State. Tell us about the Blazers football program and your time there.
0: Yeah, so uh, I committed to Valdosta State coming out of high school in 2014. And at the time, they were coming off of a national championship, so one one year removed from a national championship. Yeah, And that's an, that's something I wanted to experience. I wanted to be a champion, yeah. play the game of football, and play do anything com- competitive to be, you know, a champion. And so uh, I was offered a full-ride scholarship to go down there and play. Nice. felt very honored to do that. Yeah. Uh, it was in-state, wasn't far from, from home. Yeah. And I uh, went down there and I redshirted as a redshirt freshman. Mm-hmm. Uh, came back the next year as a redshirt, a red-shirt freshman in, in split time with the senior quarterback, E.J. Hilliard. And as a redshirt sophomore, I took over as a starter. And was the starter for that team. Was undefeated as a starter before I injured my my shoulder and my throwing shoulder.
1: Yeah, my labrum,
0: and uh, caused me to miss the rest of that season in 2016 as well as 2017. Yeah, and so uh, transferred up to Slip Rock in 2018. But my time at Vadosta was a great one. I learned a lot down there. Great teammates, great coaches, uh, great university, a uh, standard uh, powerhouse in Division II football.
1: And, and usually, like a labrum injury like that that serious of an injury taking a year and a half off to get back Uh, a lot of a lot of quarterbacks a lot of players never recover from that what was your focus and what was your what helped you to um keep your mindset and and keep working hard to come back to be the quarterback that you wanted to be again
0: well just just having the faith that no god will heal me and when i got my surgery the doctor told me that you know, if I do my rehab right and I do the right things and, and want to get back on the field, that my shoulder would heal up and be better than it was before. And so oh, awesome uh, hearing those words fresh out of the uh, surgery table, it, it was, you know, gave me the motivation to have my family right there. Yeah. Um, you know, so I knew right then that I had to do what I had to do to get back. And so just late nights, early mornings, doing what I can to uh, just care for it and get as much work on it as I could to get back right.
1: So were you doing anything else during that time? Since you obviously couldn't play football, were there any other programs or services that you were working toward, um, that, that helped you as well?
0: So, could you say that one more time?
1: Oh, when, when you had your time off from football, were there any specific activities that you concentrated on then, um, that, that may have, um, contributed to helping out your, your, your program and your, your training as well?
0: Yeah, I did some physical therapy, um, with the Valdosta State program and I did some outside of it as well. Saw so a shoulder specialist nice. and I just did the rehab that the doctor has set up for me. I wanted to take it day by day, and mm-hmm. uh, some days were better than others. <laughs> Overall, uh, mm-hmm. just just took it day by day cool. to uh, to up.
1: And so the interesting thing was you rehabbed from that injury at Valdosta, but you chose to transfer to Slippery Rock. Can you tell Steeler Nation what led to your decision to transfer?
0: Going into 2018, once I fully recovered from my shoulder injury, I felt mm-hmm. like uh, a change of scenery. Uh, going and playing with my former quarterback coach at Valdosta State, who was the Slippery Rock offensive coordinator at the time, Justin Roper, who's yeah. now with Holy Cross University, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I felt like uh, going up there and they had a, a senior quarterback who, who just finished up, and felt like it was an opportunity for me to go up there and help that program out and, and compete. And uh, like I said, I, I knew that the Pittsburgh Steelers were nearby as well. Yeah. And that was definitely on my mind and uh, just wanted to go up and play football in Western PA. Get a good feel for it.
1: Nice. And you became the starting quarterback after about three games. So tell us about that transition in Slippery Rock and how quickly you transitioned into becoming the starting quarterback.
0: Okay, Yeah. So uh, I got to Slippery Rock maybe two and a half weeks prior to the season. So I had a small window to try to learn the, the, all the information and get chemistry with my teammates and, and coaches and all. And uh felt like I was doing a good job. I was hitting new strides every day, uh, but maybe not enough time to fully even get that quarterback position at the time. Uh, two quarterbacks who had been there before in the offense and you know had the respect of the teammates as well, You know, great players, great guys. And so our uh, coach made the decision to you know, get those guys the first opportunities for sure to go out and lead the, the football team and, um, second game of the season both the guys in front of me ended up getting injured mm-hmm. one out the rest of the season another was out you know for a considerable amount of time and so as a yeah. time I just had to step up and be ready to play ball and so I felt like I did a great job staying ready throughout that time mm-hmm. it was a tough time not being on the field I'm just so eager after all of the hard work of getting back out there and uh, you know kind of being ready to play that season and having to sit down for a little bit of time but Taught me a lot about patience and being ready when your number is called, and so uh, was able to step in and, and help the team out, and end up having a great season that year. And being conference champs and stuff is great.
1: Yeah, especially taking your team to the playoffs and everything as well. In your in your first year, I mean, you you grabbed hold of that position. You did you did an excellent job, and you never relinquished it, leading to your senior year, which is honestly one of the best. Uh, statistical years of any quarterback in any division in all of, uh, all of football. So you had like 5,000 total yards, nine rushing touchdowns, 52 passing touchdowns with only seven interceptions. What was it about the system in Slippery Rock that made you so successful?
0: I had great teammates, great coaches around, great support staff. Yeah. Uh, it, it was awesome. We were definitely a family. We played for each other. Weekend we got, we knew we were capable of going out and putting up those type of numbers and uh, winning football games. And so uh, I trained really hard that off season mm-hmm. um, just getting better, knowing it's my last guaranteed football season in my life. You know, guaranteed is this one right here. So I uh, just wanted to go out there and leave no doubt, get my all from my teammates and my coaches and just play to be the best role I could be. That's and uh, I was able to do that and had a great, great year.
1: The best quarterback ever. It was, it was an amazing year to watch, especially like all of your highlight reels are insane. Your eight touchdown game uh, against the Notre Dame, Ohio. Uh, I think you had six throwing and two rushing. Um, does that game stick out in your mind as being a big game? Or is there any specific game or play uh, that that really you felt kind of encapsulated who you were as a quarterback back then at Slippery Rock?
0: Yeah, it definitely was an amazing game. Yeah, being able to come out with that victory,
1: and you came back uh, you know, from behind too. You're down fourteen nothing early in that game, right? Yeah, we
0: you know Jeez. we lost we lost to them the year before in 2018. Oh. They sent us home in the playoffs too. So, <laughs> you know that game was one that we uh, felt like we would get early on that season that we would have to see Notre Dame again, and yeah. uh, it was it was it was a great team effort uh, mm-hmm. coming out with that win. But as you mentioned, though the eight touchdowns that's the most I've ever scored in the, you know involved in in the game. Yeah, and so um, that's when I knew that okay, brother, man, you you playing some good ball right now. (laughs) Keep doing your thing, you know.
1: Yeah, that was pretty early in the season too. So you got to build on that and had it just a fantastic year. And that, of course, your great statistics led to all of these accolades. You set season and career records for touchdowns, passing yardage, efficiency, completion percentage, and then the awards started coming: the D two All American, National. Offensive player of the year, super region one offensive player of the year, and the Harlan Hill award for the top player in all of D2 football. So how did you react to each of those accolades as they were coming in?
0: A lot of them were coming in, you know, as we were still focusing on winning football games. So yeah, uh, you know, that was that's where my focus was day and day out. I, I knew uh all of that stuff was a, a product of the hard work I put in in the, the offseason and you know during the week and stuff. So you know, I knew what it came from, and so I wanted to continue putting in that work to continue helping the team win. So, uh, great achievement at the time, and very inspirational and motivational for myself and for others. The people that's close around me, they know how how much I work and how much I, you know, I love what I do. Yeah, and so uh, it's just just great overall to to be honored like that.
1: Oh, that's great! And then 2020 hits, and as you're prefer- preparing for the draft, we all get hit with coronavirus pandemic. So what was your year like in 2020 while you were trying to focus and, and were you working on your skills? What was going on? What was 2020 for you, Roland?
0: Yeah, for me, uh, you know, dealing with the pandemic, just wanting to stay safe. Yeah. You know, that fine line in between, uh, you know, want to train and be out and, uh, you know, play the game of football and, you know, want to do the right safety precautions and all. But, um, yeah. Uh, aside from that, you know, just training, staying ready, doing what I could to get better. I went out to California and trained at XO's and got some work in with, with Mike Shepard, former yeah. quarterback coach, uh, mm-hmm. coach long time in the league, and went out there and just was doing as much as I could to to network and get better. I was able to work with Mickey Bruckner, uh, oh, nice. QB country up in New Jersey, Chatham, New Jersey, and test football. Nice. Tony Reciope, uh quarterback trainer, just doing what I could to improve in my game. Uh, you know, get more explosive and uh, just work on areas of improvement that I knew I could, could you know, give some attention to at that time. And I stayed ready week to week, you know, just thinking maybe the call will come in this week. Today could be the day I get the call. So I just, every day I'm working like, like yeah. it could come, you know, and uh, you know, I didn't get that opportunity last year, but I, I felt confident that, you know, going into 2021, mm-hmm. if I could get an opportunity to get into a pro day yeah. and get in front of scouts that uh, they'd be impressed with the hard work that I put in and my ability and uh, let, let the Penn state Pro day in throw with Pat for him. Yeah. That, went, yes.
1: went really that was great. And how did you get the invite then to the Penn state pro day?
0: So, uh the director athletic director from Penn state reached out to me and said, he got my name and number from scouts. And so, uh, they asked me would I like to participate, and I told them absolutely, and uh, that's, that's kind of how we got there.
1: That's great. That's great. I'm sorry, my daughter just walked in here as well, so I had to see it. No, that's all good. Yeah, <laughs> take care of the fam.
0: You know? Yeah, I had some calls coming in earlier. I just, man, <laughs> oh, I feel you. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: so, th- so the Steelers were there, obviously uh, end up drafting Pat Fryermuth, uh, but must right. have noticed you as well. Uh, so did they talk to you at all during the pro day?
0: Or did they oh, yeah, we, we spoke a little bit afterwards um, and talked and just Mike Tomlin and Kevin Cobra. We had a conversation and just letting them know kind of what I've been up to as far as training. And, yeah. you know I'm hungry for an opportunity. And so uh, the, the pro day with, with Pat went really well. Good. I guess they liked what they saw and drafted him in the second round. I was very happy for him. Yeah. Uh, definitely a hardworking guy, a very talented individual. And so uh, it was just awesome, you know, getting that call that they invited me to come. I, I felt I was very uh, happy and, and excited for that.
1: And, that, and that's great. So this, how did you first learn the news then that you were going to be coming to the Steelers rookie minicamp?
0: Uh, I received a call from someone within the Steelers organization, just mm-hmm. extending the invitation to come to minicamp, and I accepted. And so uh, we got things set up probably a couple of days later as far as travel and stuff like that. And, yeah, I just showed, got, got to Pittsburgh and it was time to work.
1: Nice. And I'm going to show some pictures here from your Instagram of you okay. sporting, the, sporting the black and gold very well. And I just want you to talk to Steeler Nation a little bit about your experience there at training camp. What was it like for you personally? What are the types of things that you did? And how was it for you? How did you feel you did?
0: Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was an amazing opportunity. Um, a dream come true being, uh, you know, within that locker room and in that organization just wearing those colors and being in meetings with, uh, you know, with the guys, it was a lot of fun. It was great. Uh, the coach, I was the only quarterback. So as far as practice goes, I was able to get a lot of reps. I uh, was able to, uh, you know, learn the players. I felt like I did a really great job. Didn't have any interceptions, took care of the football. Nice.
1: And, nice. Yeah, I, was,
0: I was really happy about that. You know, all the one-on-ones and team reps and, Mm-hmm. You know, coming out of those three days with a talented defense, you know, guys that can fly around and make plays and yeah. uh, coming out of there with no interceptions, it, it was it was great. Uh, taking care of the football is you know, very important, especially at the next level. So it uh, gave me a lot of confidence knowing I can go in and, you know, go through my reads and, and be coachable and, and get the ball where it needs to go based on the flow of the defense, where the defense tells me to go with the football. But, uh, just as great being in the NFL setting and doing that. Um, coaching wise, is great staff, uh, hard work. Everybody around me, I felt like it was everybody was hard working, hard. Those individuals and the coaching staff to the players. I mean, it it, it seemed like exactly what you know, Steelers are is it, like you know being a Pittsburgh stiller, just loving the game. Najee was great, um, a f- fantastic athlete and running back, and a, and a great person as well. And so it was just it was a lot of fun being out there yeah. in between the lines, playing ball again after all this time. Yeah.
1: And you look good. You sport that black and gold real well, man. I love seeing you in it. <laughs> yeah,
0: it felt great. It felt great. I felt like Superman.
1: <laughs> yeah, <man. laughs> And you should. So yeah. have you have you spoken with the Steelers since minicamp?
0: Uh, my agent is uh, you know, does the communication with the with the teams and all. And uh mm-hmm. he feels good about my my chances of you know continuing to work and getting the NFL opportunity soon. So I uh, am just gonna keep keep doing my thing and yeah. keep staying ready.
1: Now, has your agent been speaking with other teams? Or are you able to say what teams have been, been uh, approaching or, t- or speaking with you yet? Or are you just getting ready at this point and waiting for uh, training camps to start so you can fit a role?
0: Yeah, just, I mean, I go anywhere and play ball. I mean, more than yeah. anything right now, I want to get back in, into playing football, you know, and competing at the highest level and uh, just being surrounded by by the game of football. But, uh, hmm. uh, you know, I just right now, you never know what can happen. That is uh, true. That's part of the game. I, I was blessed, you know, at, at Penn State Pro Day to you know, be able to work with Pat. Pat get drafted by the Steelers and, you know, had that connection right there. It was great, you know. So Steelers yeah. gave me my first NFL opportunity. I'm very thankful for them seeing enough in me to bring me in. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm very appreciative of that organization and fan and I always rooting for Pittsburgh.
1: Yeah, and, and you you seem like a great personality as well. You seem like you'd be a good fit. For the Steelers, they, they love, you know, down-to-earth intelligence, uh, quarterbacks that can keep a hold of that football, and not turn it over. That's the biggest yeah. part, you know, it's, it, which is
0: crazy.
1: And you are definitely amazing at that. So uh, I'm looking forward to hopefully you seeing, seeing you come back to the Steelers in some way, shape or form. I'll be, I'll be holding out uh, some hope for that because I know you can play just by seeing what you've done at Slippery Rock and being a local boy myself. Um so we, now is the point of the show where we actually take questions from Steeler Nation, and we have our members in the forum over at SteelerNation.com. They get to ask the first questions, and they have some good ones for you here today. Uh, slash Steel set, states that uh, Duck Hodges, Devlin Hodges, came around in as a tryout and made the team, uh, I think it was two years ago, even gained significant regular season playing time. Does that give you some confidence that you can achieve a roster spot moving forward?
0: Absolutely. Um, yep. You know, I, I followed Dr. Duck coming out of college yeah. a little bit. He played at Sanford, and I and was right right over in Alabama, and we put up some really good numbers. And uh, Coming out of college and seeing him get that opportunity with Stills and going out there and making the most out of it was, was definitely inspiring to see back in college, you know, just seeing someone persevere and, uh, you know, make the most out of an opportunity. So I'm uh, glad he was able to be a pioneer in that you know, ramble football and stuff. It's a lot of success stories like that with guys, uh, you know, just getting the opportunity and then mm-hmm. getting called and them being ready for it. I've experienced that in college, you know, yeah. Just, yeah. like I say, so I kind of know how the game of football works. You just got to continue working, love the game and love the grind. And so uh, definitely mm-hmm. very inspiring to see Doug do that. And, um, wish him all the best. Awesome. And Slash Steel also wants to know what skill set
1: do you possess that you feel helps your cause to obtain your goal of becoming an NFL quarterback?
0: Just as a passer, uh, anticipation and accuracy, mm-hmm. uh, as well as the arm strength. Uh, those those are yeah. things that uh, I think really sets me apart. I've worked yeah. and gotten even better at those um, as, a, as a leader. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I'm able to. Get the guys around me to to bring out the best in them. You know, as a leader, as a quarterback, uh, able to make the guys around me better and, um, and, and elevate the game of my teammates and stuff through my, you know, as the quarterback uh, through the energy, the way I approach the game and stuff like that. I know that translates to my teammates. And I feel like I do a great job of, yeah. you know, working on those relationships and uh, just just loving the game, loving the ground, watching a lot of film and. I'm loving the process of going out and and putting on a show and, and winning football games.
1: And Cooley Man asks, "Does Kurt Warner's path to success give you inspiration that you can do something similar?" Surely,
0: um, I wanted to get find a way to get some work in with Kurt Warner. Yeah, um, but yeah, knowing his story, it, it definitely is one that I get reminded, you know, about like about Kurt Warner. Absolutely, he's a guy with a gunslinger. You know, can get the ball out there you can tell he had a lot of fun playing football. And so look up to guys like that.
1: That's great. That's great. And then we have one last question. It looks like over on YouTube coming in for a chat. Uh, Squishy Waffles asks if you meant to post your film on YouTube.
0: If I meant to post some film on YouTube, uh, it, I guess they're speaking on the, the rookie minicamp footage. Um, yeah. Well, I, I wanted to, uh, I'm, I'm really fighting for my NFL opportunity. It's how I feel. And, um, I've improved so much since my collegiate days as an athlete and as a as a player. Um, and, and I just want the world to know what I'm capable of. I think that I've got a lot of tremendous ability that uh, can, can be used at the next level, the NFL level, and I uh, just want to show that I can compete with those guys, with elite, talented guys. Um, yeah. Uh, so well, that was kind of... Really, uh, yeah.
1: Well, I think you can compete too for what it 's worth, and i can 't wait to see you get your opportunity because I will be one rooting hard for you. Steeler Nation, no matter where you are playing, is going to be rooting hard for you. obviously we 'd love to see you here in the black and gold, but if we go if you go elsewhere, we will be rooting hard for you so in Steeler Nation, you have to follow Roland Rivers the Third on social media, Instagram, and Twitter at R-O-Q-B-14. That's R-O-Q-B-14. Super easy to remember. Super easy to follow. Great guy. Roland, I really appreciate you and your time. Thank you for being on the SteelerNation.com podcast with us.
0: Awesome, man. It was fantastic. It was good speaking with you. Look forward to speaking with you again. Nice. Uh, Shout out to Steeler Nation, man. Appreciate you guys, all the support that you've shown. And uh, we're going to keep working. We're going to stay ready for sure. Perfect.
1: Much love to you and yours, man. And I'm looking forward to talking to you here soon, Roland. Awesome. All right, man. Take care. Yes, sir. <laughs> all right, Steeler Nation. Be sure to go over to steelernation.com for all of your football needs, articles, podcasts, the Yins Hers podcasts, great gear to buy to, to be the best looking people at your tailgate. Come on over to steelernation.com. We've got, we'll fit all of your needs and also the great football forum as well. Be sure to follow us on YouTube so you can get in on these great. Interviews live as they happen on our YouTube channel. So subscribe there at www.youtube.com slash Steeler Nation. Tweet us at Steeler Nation. Instagram us at Steeler Nation com. Facebook us at Facebook slash Steeler com. Follow the Steeler Nation podcast on Twitter at underscore SN podcast. And follow your host, G Stryker, on Twitter and Instagram at SN Stryker. Stryker spelled with a Y. Thanks for joining us. For the Steelernation.com podcast, sponsored by Total Sports Enterprises. I'm your host, G striker with Roland Rivers the third, rooting along with you, as always, go Steelers.